Hello, Aries friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Aries December 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Aries is your sun sign, your moon sign, or your rising sign, which I also have with you, or any other Aries placement that you're listening for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're very late degree Aries friends, so birthdays, April 15th through the rest of the sign, or Aries placements 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Taurus report, as your very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. I'm calling the theme of this month for Aries, seven extra shiny awesome ops for Aries. And I'm very excited to share these. Um, this is a time of much fire and beautiful harmony in the stars, especially for fire signs. So there's a ton to celebrate. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about other layers of uh, things I'm excited about for this month. There, is, there isn't that much I'm worried about this month compared to other months. October, November, September, October, November, they were doozies. Not to say, of course, that anything can't happen at any time. Of course it can. And, you know, I can't see your personal chart. Other things could be hitting off. But for the, the general transits and specifically for Aries, there, it's just an amazing month, and I'm so excited to share all of this with you. If you are watching the YouTube version of this report, then you know that I have been, or, or if you have been watching it, you know that I've been alternating months with a pretty slideshow and then working on the chart um, and, you know, in the other month. So this month, I'm going to try something different. Let me know how it goes for you. For those of you who are interested in following along on the chart, I'm going to put it on the screen right here. So here, here it is. You might need to take a couple of screenshots or, or use another device to take pictures. Um, the, the chart doesn't exactly fit into the, the size of the screen. So it's, I have it moving around so you can kind of catch, catch the whole chart in a couple of screenshots here. And so you all who are interested in following the chart, save the chart. Then you'll know what I'm working from. And then I can point out things as it's relevant. And then I'll get back to the slideshow. And then anyone who's just interested in the slideshow, you don't have to take the pictures of the chart. And hopefully we can keep everybody happy. My goal is for Aries friends. I'm an Aries person too. My Aries is my rising sign. My goal is for us to have the best month possible to understand all the magic that is sitting there as a potential so we can help activate it and to navigate through the things that are happening at this time so we have the best month possible. We're going to talk about some general transits and experiences that are true for all zodiac signs because they're so important, you will be feeling them. And we're also going to drill down into Aries-specific things. Okay, so the first reason to celebrate is we finally have a positive shift in the sweet to salty aspect ratio. If you've listened to my reports before, you know that I talk about where the um, the mathematical configurations, where the planets are basically getting along and speaking the same language are the sweet aspects. They bring grace and ease and amazing things. And we're going to talk about a lot of those for Aries as we, you know, as we go on here. And then there are the ones I call salty. That's when the configuration is a pressure point or, you know, difficult in some way. And, you know, more of a nuisance. So September, October, November, we had way more annoying nuisance points, even some downright dangerous ones um, compared to the sweet ones. But this month, we finally have the sweet ones back on top. It's an overall very clear month. Uh, like I said, unless you have something specific going on in your chart, of course, anything can happen at any time. But, you know, in general, the skies are much more clear now than they have been because August, September, October, November has really been intense. Compliments of two sets of eclipses. We're not going to talk a ton about the eclipses here, but if you're interested in understanding more about them, and you may be because 
In April, we started an Aries-Libra eclipse cycle. So for two years, um, from early 2023 to early 2025, you know, Aries is in the hot seat. So if you want to understand more about that, you can go back to my September, October, November reports and just listen for the, the times where I, I talk about the eclipses. Um, but this month, what we need to know is that the eclipse season is really at the tail end. So the intensity, good or bad, um, you know, the not knowing, the kind of foreboding of feeling changes happening and not knowing what direction it's going in. By this time, most of those, you know, uh, questions should have answers or at least some sort of direction. All of that shifting around to the me versus we and my stuff versus our stuff arenas, you know, will still be in motion in some ways, but the intensity will just be cut out of it compared to what we've been through. Okay, so something important to know before I get into some uh, Aries-specific things is the difference energetically between October and November and this golden period, as I call it, free from personal planet retrogrades that begins October 7th and goes through November 25th, and the retrograde energy that we have for December. So uh, the pre-transit shadow period of Mercury retrograde begins November 26th. As I give you these dates, know that they could be in one direction or the other, you know, off by a day or so, depending on your time zone. But the time around that time, Mercury will officially go retrograde December 12th and is retrograde until January 1st with the post-transit shadow period stretching until January 21st. So essentially from the very end of November until three weeks into January, we've got an inward and backward tides are coming in, be the spider and let the food come to you instead of trying to force things to happen type of energy. Okay, and this is, you know, not always easy for Aries. We tend to be proactive. We tend to try to get stuff done and tend to throw ourselves headlong in the direction of any obstacle in our path and not acknowledge it as an obstacle. And that's fine. It's a great way to be. And we're going to have so many opportunities to have our forward movement just be easier um, with the things that we're talking about this month. But in general, if you're finding that it seems like you're forcing something to happen in December, just don't just take your, you know, take your just put it on cruise control, basically, and see what comes to you. Imagine that you're on a beach and the tides are coming in and the tides are bringing in stuff. Some of the stuff that comes in is garbage and you have to deal with that, you know, because retrogrades do bring things back in that were unresolved in the past. And some of the stuff that will come in are, you know, maybe some fun kids beach toys that you can then rescue from the ocean or play with um, or a message in a bottle that has an important piece for you. But whatever it is, December is a time to relax, to have a bunch of fun, to not overschedule, um, you know, to leave room for last minute magic to pop up. And there will be last minute magic, uh, really a lot of that. And if you've got things to do like dentist appointments or diagnostics or, you know, big launches, big decisions, big purchases, try to do those in October or November. If you're listening to this early, which is why I post it early. That golden period between October 7th and November 25th is perfect for activating the change that comes from the eclipses and making decisions and choices based on what was delivered to you, um, you know, in this very, very intense time. And then leave December as unscheduled as possible. Don't commit to things if possible. The last thing you want to do is have your whole month blocked up with things you've committed to. First of all, you're going to feel oppressed as this magic comes in and there are other things you want to do. Second of all, this month is about freedom and possibility and not about picking, you know, too many options, especially so far ahead of time. It's about seeing what lights up for you to do rather than trying to force it into a certain configuration. And the more you can do that, the happier you'll be. Okay, let's drill into the chart a little bit. So if you look in the top right corner, you can find Venus 
most people know the Venus symbol. It's a circle with a cross underneath it. It's at the last couple of degrees of Libra, but it's going to do its whole Scorpio transit this month. So we do have a reprieve from the heavier Scorpio energies that we've had for recent months. Um, but we do have a continuation of some of those uh, opportunities, which have to do with uniting with other people and merging your resources with theirs. So you've got Venus there. You can see that glyph that looks like a diamond with a cross under it. That's Pallas Athena. Both of those are going to be touring through your eighth house of Scorpio and the sign of Scorpio, which of course everything is always to the nth degree with Aries, because whenever we have planets moving through a sign that represents a certain arena of life, we also have those planets moving through the house that represents those certain arenas of life. That's part of why everything is double time and supercharged, you know, and excessive that way for us. So look for opportunities for meaningful connections with others, and they definitely will abound. This does make a bit of an awkward angle for Aries, so there might be some, eh, annoying things there, you know, some things to work through in your love or money experience, your in-laws could be super annoying. Um, you know, there's your family of origin, just kind of family entrenchment might have some storylines that have to be worked out here, but at least they're lighter in a lot of ways, you know, compared to some of the energies we just walked out of. Okay, now we can get to our seven extra shiny, awesome ops for Aries, and we'll break them down piece by piece. I'll talk about them in general, and then we'll talk about them more specific. So if you're looking at the chart, look at the top right, you'll see a question mark, the Mars symbol, a circle with a dot, and then that red glyph under there, that's Sagittarius symbol. Ceres, Mars, the sun, that's three of the shiny points. If you look at the right at the top of the uh, chart, there's a thing with horns, that's Mercury, in Capricorn as the start of the month, but very soon it will go into retrograde and go back into Sagittarius. Okay, so Mercury in Sagittarius, then on December 12th, we have the new moon in Sagittarius. So these are five of our shining points for Aries. So why are they shining points? Biggest reason is that they're moving through the sign of Sagittarius, which is a fellow fire sign. Whenever anything moves through Sagittarius, it makes the best possible angle with Aries. So it's a fire party, celebration, fun, you know, ease, enhancement to your physical body or appearance, um, anything that you're trying to bring about for the person you are and the person you're trying to bring more of into the world and your boldness and your being your own authority and anything, anything like that, anything involving your physical body, owning the things you're good at, clearing the things that you, you've had challenged. All of that has great opportunity this month as all of these planets make kisses with your Aries placement. The general scene of the Sagittarius placements, first of all, brings a much needed lightening of the heaviness of the prolonged Scorpio transits. And it just brings play and optimism and expansion and growth and celebration and, you know, broadening of horizons. That's a very big theme at this time because the Sagittarius planets also enhance the Sagittarius house for Aries. So you've got everything double, you know, for all of these planets, these five, and, and including the new moon, in the uh, sign of Sagittarius, we could actually double them and say these are 10 placements in Sagittarius because they're also in the house of Sagittarius. It's a lot of Sag energy. And that is a very exciting thing because Sagittarius represents luck. It represents learning and education, improving your perspectives and your perceptions, 
broadening your horizons in amazing ways. Sometimes this has to do with international traveler connections, seeing a whole new world. Sometimes it can be having an amazing meditation and accessing a whole new world right from your living room or whatever. But creative solutions are afoot. Uh, buoyant mood, optimism, feeling like things are on track. And we'll add to this, okay, so the sixth shiny point is that Jupiter, the ruler of Sagittarius, is going direct. So anything that went to sleep in the Sagittarius arenas in September, maybe you were hot and heavy with your um, education and then you things just kind of stalled out and became disjointed. Or maybe you your immigration paperwork was going well and then all of a sudden it died off. Um, or things with passports could have been getting you down. I know there's been a ton of wait time for passports and many people have gotten boxed out of trips. So passport things will start moving forward, things like that. Anything with your writing, your publishing, spiritual uh, studies, anything with international business or connections, just lighting up like crazy, not only from the Sag placements, but also because Jupiter's waking up. So he doesn't wake up until December 31st, but you know, like that space when you're about to wake up, but you're not quite awake. So you're a little bit groggy, but you're waking up and you can kind of perceive the world around you in wake zone, but you're kind of part of sleep too. That's how it's like for a planet, especially an outer planet, when it's starting to wake up, you feel that in the weeks before it actually wakes up. Is this like, hey, I'm about to wake up. I'm about to wake up. I'm not quite awake. But every day we get closer to the end of December, it's awake. And many things, your ambitions, your goals, your bigger picture things, the things you've always wanted to do, those grand, crazy schemes, all of that can get fuel again and can get ambition again. And even though we are having the tides come in from Mercury as it relates to a lot of things, the bigger picture ideas and projects may start waking up in the midst of this. The seventh extra shiny awesome up that Aries has now is you're going to continue having the north transiting north node in your sign. So if you look to the bottom left, you'll see a glyph that looks like headphones if you're if you took a picture of the chart. Um, and that glyph that looks like headphones is a transiting north node. Transiting north node or any north node placements in the chart have to do with our highest expression in this lifetime and the clearing of karma as it relates to its opposite point. So, you know, this also lines up with the eclipse signs. And so the storyline from early 2023 to early 2025 that has to do with healing codependency, creating stronger partnerships through asserting your individuality and your autonomy, you know, taking ownership for your life, taking accountability for your circumstances and rising, taking, taking you and your life, you know, with it, you've got the highest expression plant placement in your sign. So this is a very, very, very empowering time in the short term and in the long term for Aries. So you may find that you have some triumphs at this time where things you might have done the same before that didn't go well, you might actually start to do those things differently. Now, they don't have to be done with anger. You know, sometimes, well, I mean, sometimes we get grouchy, right? Everyone can get grouchy and there's an extra edge to that sometimes with Aries placements. But we can come from a place of kindness and love, and that would be helpful in this case to not create more karma. So this is this is an awareness of the ways we're creating negative karma with the things that we do every day and a shifting of behaviors 
so that we take the burden off of those experiences boomeranging back to us. Okay, now I'm going to give you a couple of dates. Now, if you love the dates, definitely want to go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, put your name and email address in right there on the front screen, get access to my VIP, free VIP community. In any newsletter I send you, you'll get access to the archives and you can have the newsletter that I send. Well, I send multiple newsletters in it, astrology education newsletter, updating you on um, the sun's transits and what you can do with the sun moving different through, through different signs. And then I do my big astrology write-up with the sweet and salty dates and my favorite aspects and stuff like that. So I I give you the sweet boost dates and the drama and stress more likely on dates, as well as my favorite aspects and the ones to be most aware of in the newsletter. But I'll just give you a couple of dates here. And if you want more, you can sign up for that. Okay, so December 12th, another celebration here. The new moon at 20 degrees of Sagittarius, we talked about it before as being one of these um, extra shiny, awesome opportunities for Aries. So everyone gets access to this new moon. The fire signs get extra oomph. And the closer you are to 20 degrees of Aries, the more you get a kiss from this um, this new moon. So that's basically, we'll put the orb out five degrees in either direction. So 15 to 25 degrees, the closer to 20 degrees. So that's going to be like April 5th through 15th, the closer to around April 10th. Um, the more you get a kiss from that new moon, new beginnings and all of the Sagittarius type things that we talked about before. The days around December 26th, we have a full moon at almost five degrees of cancer. This is fullness, completion, fruition, possibly drama in home family. This could mean that there's something dramatic that happens around the holiday time, but it could be a happy dramatic thing. Like you accomplish something, you get settled into you know, a good groove, you have wonderful family memories. It is in a tough angle for Aries placements. So if you do have early degree Aries placements, uh, so basically like March born Aries, you, you may see um, a little bit of a zing from this uh, as it relates to home and family, a little bit of a stressor, but there's so much else wonderful that all of the other, like I say, buoyant placements can help to buoy you up. And sometimes the tough aspect isn't a bad thing that happens. It could just be work that you have to do to make something happen. Like let's say you're working really hard to make the holiday nice and the pressure point is you're doing all this hard work and then the time comes and it's perfect. So you accomplish the goal and the pressure point was just the work it took to get there. So it doesn't have to be negative drama. That's just one way it can manifest. It could just be that you're working towards accomplishing something and then you see the fruit of it at this time. Some information could become elucidated. You could find out about something relating to home and family, housing, etc. Okay, so one more exciting thing that I want to talk about. I talked about Jupiter waking up, and so all the Sag energy waking up, but we didn't talk about where Jupiter is for you. Okay, so Jupiter is moving through Taurus from May 2023 to May 2024. That's for everybody, but again, it's not only in the sign of Taurus for Aries, it's in the house of Taurus. So it's double time with whatever it's doing. And what it's doing is seeking to expend, expend your money, your money, your finances, your bling, your, you know, material items, your connection to the earth, you know, the same polarity that rules um, material things from like a perspective of things you buy also rules the material reality, like from a garden or farming or nature or, you know, ecological imprint. So, you know, the range of Taurus energy runs through that material experience and there's expansion wanting to happen from May 2023 to May 2024. And if you're a later degree Aries placement, that expansion in these realms will go beyond May 2024. 
So these are themes this month that will be, or this year that will be carried into next year. And since Jupiter is waking up now, there may be some significance at this time. You may have a robust uh, financial surprise in a very positive way. And you may have a really nice wrap up or a nice bonus or something, something going on. Jupiter expanding the second house very, very, very commonly expands your income or expands your resources on a financial level. So got that going on now and that to look forward to in the time coming as well. Well, I hope that you enjoy all of these seven and more shiny, extra shiny opportunities for Aries. I know I will. I'm very, very, very excited about this, all of this. If you want to see more, if you love my style and you want to see more about uh, how I can help you understand the energetics of a time period that you can make the most of it, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. The link is in the notes below the video or the podcast. I'll also put it on the screen here for those of you on video. Put your email address and name right in there. Get access to my free VIP community. Get lots of goodies, all of which I have listed or most of which I have listed there. You can join my secret star portal, which is my exclusive content portal that now has 18 months or about a year and a half of archives and new content monthly, including my written horoscopes have moved there. So you can see my secret star portal. Also, if you want to go deeper and learn astrology in a more comprehensive, coherent way with a system and a plan, you can see my astrology basics course, which is um, very effective at giving you the foundations of chart reading. And if you want to go deeper, you can see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Certification course. I am an astrology teacher. That's why I teach while I'm doing the reading here. You can see I don't just tell you what's going to happen. I explain why, because I love to do that. So if you want to learn from me, you will love my course. It has uh, over 100 modules and growing, and you get access to all of the updates at no additional tuition. So if you want to take your love of the stars and make it professional or just expand it for your own purposes, I would love to help you do that. So you can see all that at AnnieHelpsYou.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and the rest of your year, and I'll see you next month and next year. Bye.